Hi guys, welcome to the World of Podcast. Hope you've been blessed by the previous episodes. I'm excited that you've joined in today. Let's get right into it. A verse for the day is taken from the book of Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 23. I read the NIV. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. I read the Passion Translation TPT as well. So above all, guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellspring of life. This is probably one of the most important advice anyone could give us today. I would use two analogies to describe what's been said here. Let's take the bank for example. While the vault is the most secured part of the bank, you don't find other areas without guard. Also, the engine of the car is probably its most important part, but the other aspects are not neglected. As a reminder, the verse says, Above all else, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Means while you're guarding everything as a whole, pay attention to your heart. Do not neglect it, for it is the core. Talking physically now, the heart of humans is the center of our being. Every other organ gets supply from the heart. Other organs can afford to take a break, and an individual will still be alive so long as the heart is functional. But the moment the heart stops working, Everyone gets running. That's what's called cardiac arrest. Mind you, the scripture was not referring to the anatomical structure of the heart, but a figure of the core of our being, as we saw in the Passion Translation, TPT. As the core, we ought to protect it with all that we've got, because if anything goes wrong with the heart, it affects every other part of the body. Like we established, the heart pumps blood round the whole body, supplying what they need to survive. It means the survival of the other parts of the body is dependent on the functionality of the heart. The reason people in the past used to firmly tie someone's leg or hand if bitten by a venomous snake is so that the venom is limited to that part of the body. Because if it gets to the heart, it will be transmitted definitely to every other part of the body and cause damage. I believe the scripture is coming alive to you gradually to see the essence why we need to guard our spiritual heart. You must have heard that humans have a spirit, soul and a body. The word heart, as used in this verse, was translated from the word lab which means mind, inner part, will, emotions, and the likes. What fascinated me the most was not the fact that we have to guard our hearts or will, but the way we ought to guard it. The scripture says, with all diligence, with all diligence, and the word diligence translates a place of confinement, like a prison to watch in observance. So this tells me that 
issues concerning the heart are extremely serious for us to have such descriptions with it. Except there's a prison break, those kept in prison are deemed to be in a place of utmost protection where they are constantly watched, the food they eat, the items and ornaments on them are thoroughly scrutinized such that they don't possess whatever they should not be carrying. In the same manner, we ought to take special actions to safeguard our heart because the product of our heart determines where our lives will be headed. Yes, it is that deep. Jesus speaking to his disciples said in Mark 17, 18 to 23, and I read, Are you so dull? He asked, Don't you see that nothing that enters a person from outside can defile them? For it doesn't go into their heart, but into the stomach and then out of the body. In saying this, Jesus declared all foods clean and went on. What comes out of a person defiles them. For it is from within, out of a person's heart, out of a person's heart, that evil thoughts come. Sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and defy the person. These all come from out of the person's heart. Now the question is, how did they get there? This brings me to the gateways to the heart. And the gateways include the eyes, the ears, and the mouth. What we feed our eyes with are deposited in our hearts consciously or unconsciously. Similarly, what we listen to are deposited in our hearts. Jesus, talking to his disciples, described the heart as a soil, and whatever we plant on it is what we'll harvest. The words we speak serve as an endorsement to what we think. The more you say a particular thing, the more it is impressed upon your heart. I remember in 2009, while we were being taught microbiology, the lecturer was trying to lay emphasis that a particular kind of tapeworm called Himelonepis nana had no intermediate host. Don't worry about the jargon, just understand the concept. He had mentioned several organisms and their intermediate hosts, but this one didn't have any, so he made the whole class say it repeatedly. Himelunepis nana had no intermediate host. Himelunepis nana had no intermediate host. And we said that for about 10 minutes, or even more. Until date, I remember that event because he encouraged us to impress it upon our heart by what we said with our mouth. Guard your heart above everything else. What sort of thoughts have been coming to your mind? Do you realize that you can't plant apple seeds and harvest bananas? If you make up your mind to intentionally plant good seeds of God's word in your heart, that's what you will harvest. What seed have you made available for your children to plant in their heart? Faith is a legacy that can be passed on. Children learn quickly by watching. They follow what they observe. If they see you read the word and find the Bible and Christian literature around the house, that's what they'll read. So note this, you not only have the power to shape your life by guarding your heart, but you also have the power to shape the lives of your children 
by what you make available to them and help them understand. It's not too early to teach children to read the right articles and say the right words because all of these contribute to determining the course of your life. The prophet Jeremiah said in Jeremiah 17, 9-10, The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. The unregenerated heart is wicked, sinful, and has the tendency to do evil, and everyone was born with such a heart. But when we open the heart to the knocking of Jesus Christ, he comes in and changes us to being just like him, loving, righteous, merciful, But we still have to guard the heart from the filth of the world in which we live. For me, I had to unfollow and block certain people on social media who were posting contents that were unsuitable for my thoughts. Yes, you have to take serious measures to keep your heart in check. You may need to change set of friends, the books you read, channels you watch, etc. If you're intentional in directing your life on the right course, you need to take serious steps to do so. What are the life lessons we can learn from this verse? Number one, Christ is the first transformation any heart needs. Number two, whatever it takes to get the right seed into your heart, you've got to pay the price. Otherwise, you might pay later in other regard. Number three, but not the least, your heart is the gateway to the rest of your life. Satan wants you to think it doesn't matter so he can ruin your life by the trash he inserts into your heart. Let us pray. Dear Father, we thank you for your word which has come to us today. Father, we're asking, Lord, for grace for us to guard our hearts with everything that we've got. Help us to pay attention to this inmost being, to this core of our being. Help us to guard our hearts with all diligence, with all consciousness, Dear Father, we're asking God that you help us to see the things that come into our heart. For we've learned today that it determines where we end up. It determines where we go. It determines who we are. It determines who we become. So dear Lord, we're asking that you help us to insert your words and relevant materials into our hearts to build us and to make us who you want us to be. And Lord, where we need to make decisions to Guard our heart. Help us to make those decisions, even when they become very hard. Thank you, dear Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning into the podcast today. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.